What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of the Unleash You podcast number. <laughs> we don't number. We don't number. We topic. You know why? Because you don't care what number it is. You care what the topic is. So rather than saying some number to boost my ego. Yeah, pat ourselves you know, on the back. Stroke me a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, we, we do it in topic theme because the topic might be something that uh, can help you or something you're interested in listening to or hearing about rather than a number that you're probably not interested in hearing about that just makes us feel right. cool. So I'll just say a random number. One. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Look at that. It's been a minute. Everything's so, over one. So today's topic conversation on the Unleash You podcast is what? How do you know when it's time to end a relationship? And if you're wondering who that was, that was the classic and one and only Samara Carbo. That's who this is. And I am Michael Faber. That's who he is. You're welcome. So how do you know when it's time to end a relationship? That's deep. That's tough. What kind of relationship? There's different different types of relationship. But uh, before I get rambling, because that's what I love to do, Mm -hmm. I will let Samar uh, say stuff so I can disagree with him. Okay. Sounds great. You're welcome. (laughs) So um, there's a lot to this. Um, good one I think on <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. I think on on the surface uh, we think like well first intent does mm-hmm. you know what is your real goal mm-hmm. um, and, and there are tears to it but mm-hmm. when you get to a point where you're asking the question when is it uh, how do you know when it's time to end a relationship you are mm-hmm. you're honestly already thinking it's time to end a relationship. That that's the the place you're coming from. To me, uh, that's what where I would be if I was asking that. Now, not knowing the the state of mind of the person who said it, um, I'll, I'll make that assumption. We go past that. I <laughs> I already, just I already, dis- I already disagree. <laughs> like just because you're wondering if it's time, I don't think that necessarily means oh it is time. I mean, there's been times in numerous relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, business partnerships. Uh, and so on community relationships where it's been like you know I'm not sure if this is the right fit I'm not sure if we vibe the right way like I'm not sure if this is getting us further that doesn't mean oh it's definitely time to get away so I already disagree with the idea of if you question it it's over I'm not saying if you question it's over but I'm glad you said that because um, that makes me feel better if you're questioning it I would say your mindset is closer to do I want out than the even-handed thing that you presented, which was more to the idea of, I actually don't know, and you're asking it from, from uh, <laughs> like the face you're making right now, uh, from uh, even ground. But what, what, uh, what, what do you think about that? It's you, if you say that you're thinking about it, not necessarily, what if you're thinking about committing even further? And you go, man, I just don't know if this is right for this next level of commitment. Or are we just this level and I have to either accept this level as it and then do I want to? But just saying, man, I question this relationship. I'm not questioning it necessarily altogether. I, I mean, I've had clients before go, I'm not, I like my relationship. I'm just not sure it's the next level relationship. And that's not saying I'm ready to be out. I quit. I'm out like peace. It's saying that the next step, I'm not, I don't know if this is the one for that next step. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not, do I stay? Do I go, like, what do I do if that happens? And I always love 
that moment for me because I just asked a question back because I don't tell people what to do. Right. Fantastic. But, that's not how we do. Um, yeah. No, but it's so it's to me. I don't think it's a dead sign that it, it's they're thinking it's over. I think it could be a question about another step, of, uh, even further commitment, or even a next level. And is am I sure it's a next level relationship? Am I sure it's worth this commitment for? Right, like I don't think it's necessarily if you're questioning a relationship, it's because in your mind it's over. I don't, or yeah. or close to, or you're ready to give up. I think it could be a, a million and four things. You could be thinking they're not really all in. You could be thinking they're not really fully committed. I mean, to say it's just you say that you automatically feel this way. I would say I disagree with the, that idea because it to make it sound so cut, cut and dry, it's not. That's why I would say. Yeah. When you put off that as this is the only way, I think we're blocking a lot of people that this could impact or help or, or just get something from saying that, no, cool, but not real. This is how it goes. And this is what you're thinking. Because now if I'm listening to this podcast yeah. and I hear you say, oh, you know, you're already one foot out the door if you're asking this. And I'm sitting there like, no, I'm not. Right? Like all of a sudden now I'm against, I'm against this Everything you say now, I'm, I'm anti. I'm ready to fight it because it's not the truth for me. It's not my. It's not my truth. So that's why I'm like, that's not necessarily the case. It can be a bunch of different things you're going through that's making you ask this. It could be questioning their commitment, their their interest level, uh, how far they want to go, and it could be you thinking to expand to another level with that relationship. When you say, I don't know if this is it. Like I don't know if this is the right one. I would say that if that was if that's the case, mm -hmm. uh, the question I would expect would be something more akin to uh, how do I know to deal with this situation or how do I know which direction oh, it takes. Oh and man, that, oh, me, you're, you're, uh, so what we're gonna do is say they didn't ask it properly. <laughs> I'm not saying they didn't ask it properly. Just because they didn't use about the term the you would use, use doesn't make it. So rather than assuming they're one foot out the door, let's assume that they're. It's not necessarily that case, and how can we make a broad, a broader conversation piece to how do you know if a relationship is uh, is is good or not, or on its way out or not, or bad or not, or ending or not, whatever you want to say. How about, how do you know when it's time to end a relationship? Right. <laughs> okay, so then your uh, perspective is to say that the mindset of the person who's asking the question might not be one foot out the door it might be like I want the next level but I don't think they do what if that's the case how do you know I should end it because I'm ready for this I'm ready for this family I'm ready for marriage I'm ready for house and this dude is sitting here like I like Burger King on the couch right so you're saying like, so it's rather than saying I'm one foot out the door let's let's view this as it could be that way or it could be that I don't know if I should continue this because it's not going the direction I want would you end the okay. relationship because it's not going the way you want? Maybe. Who knows? But so if rather well, than saying you're one foot out too. you're one foot out the door, rather than assuming that, let's talk about the topic uh, rather than just assuming someone's already leaving. And rather uh, it's also in your statement, it sounded very judgmental when you were like uh, oh, that's my tone. I there always was a, sound judgmental. There was a lot of judging when you were like, well, they're already out the door. I mean, I don't think they're asking this question if they're already out the door. I think they're asking this question because they're like, should I be out the door? And then if that's the case, if they, what would you, 
what are the things you look for in relationships that know I'm in or yeah, I should be getting out of this. Or I should at least have a, a conversation like where where's the lines in, in relationships for you where that it's this is if for this and this is this is where I feel like for this, like uh, like me with guys on like uh, guys I'm real close with right like some of my friends that I consider like brothers to me right yeah and uh, and you know you know a lot of them and uh, it's to me it's like if I feel disrespected by something they did. Rather than being like, man, I don't know if I should be in this relationship anymore, this friendship with this dude. I'm going to be like, listen, I need to have a conversation with him. And be like, yo, bro, I love you, man. You're like a brother from another for me. I got your back no matter what. But do not be that way with me. Like, How I perceived what you did was you were being very disrespectful towards me. And if you really feel that way, it's something we have to deal with. Because I'm not okay with you giving that to me. Like for yeah. nothing. Now, unless I did something to earn it, and then tell me what I did to earn it, because uh, then I might have not seen something, and now I need to straighten that out. But I can't just be like, "Oh, he was disrespectful." I'm out. So it's. But now there's dudes that I I know a little bit that you know if they're a dickhead, I'm just gonna be like, "Oh, yeah. well, that must be what they're like." <laughs> right? like <laughs> right. Thank you, but no, thank you, because the bearing of our relationship is very little to me. I can keep it moving and not even be affected, not even turn towards you. Just be like, all right, do your thing. I'll do my thing. Who cares? Yeah. Right. And so there's different levels to this. So how do I know if it's uh, worth or near the end or worth ending? It's then it's all right. Let's look at that. And the levels of it, it's like, all right, let's start at the top. How do you know you want to end this? Right. Like, how do you know this is a bad relationship? You shouldn't be in this relationship here. Start here. And then, right, like, and then, and then, there's, out and then there's like tears from there. So, how would you know? I just asked you that question. Oh, you were actually asking, asking me that question? Right. I was it saying, sounded like, start, so hypothetical. I was like saying, start high <laughs> and work because there has to be, right, like, there has to be a point when you're like, all right, physical abuse out. Okay. Done. Physical abuse, you lay a hand on me. Like, clearly the line of respect has been crossed to the point of no return. Right? And vice versa. Right. Right. Like, I feel like as a person, if someone lays a hand on you that you're in a, a, a deep relationship with, romantic, friendship, business partner, whatever. Anything. They lay a hand on you, it's over. Because they went past the line of where I can even question if they were thinking they were disrespecting me or not. Right? Like, clearly right. they do not value me as a person at all and don't respect me as a person at all and then I feel like either uh, there's a couple different levels I feel like I mean, personally <laughs> right. I feel like they have to understand not to do that mm -hmm. right but also it's that I'm not you'll I'm not that level like you will not treat me to that point so it's like all right there I know that boom all right next level is same importance to me emotional mental abuse right either mm -hmm. one emotional or mental abuse yeah. I'm not cool with disrespect control things of that nature sorry like on me, like you yeah. know, if you don't like me, I wouldn't be around me, right? Like that's the real story. Right. Like what I try to yeah. do to people, you I don't like. change me. Right. Like I try. If I don't like you, I just try not to be around you. If you yeah. don't like me, trying to be around me, I understand I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's like if if you're gonna be like that emotional or mental abuse, like you're stupid, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. You can't do shit. You're stupid, right? Like sooner right. or later, it's gonna be like it's really gonna right? bring like, you down. Easy, man. <laughs> right? like, easy. Right. Don't say that. Yeah. Right. And you say that again, I'm be like, so clearly you didn't get it. 
right? Yeah. So Either it's you like, didn't understand or so, you didn't care. Right. So these are two these, these the little things I just mentioned. Easy ways to know relationship is toxic. Get out of it. Any kind of relationship, right? Like you know, are you going to tell someone, oh, you're in a mentally abusive relationship? Stay in it. No. No. Right. Okay. Good. I'm Not so, a soul. Right. So I'm glad we got to that level. So there is different things that mm-hmm. you can the trickle down that can come out of like this is bad, right? Like this, you deserve better than this. And the respect thing to me is huge because I'm a big person about respect. Hmm. And but in relationships, that like when it comes to abuse in any form. Out. That's that's a complete lack of respect. Out, yeah. Outlined, like it, it's no no longer respect. It's just like human decency, yeah. right? Like yeah, and yeah. what and then also the character, of the person doing that abuse. ESP, if it's I said ESP, yes, especially ESP, <laughs> if it's knowingly, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, if I'm if I think I'm joking around, like you dumb, right? Like I do that all the time, right? Oh, you dumb, yeah. right? And then you're like, yo, listen, man, like. I don't. I don't like that you do that, right? Like, right. and then, then now I respectfully just then. Then now I know, right? right? Like, oh, you're taking me serious. I wasn't serious, but I get it. Like, I understand that means something to you. That that might be trigger. Like, people like mm-hmm. to use trigger words now. I'm like, yeah, it, uh, whatever. And uh, <laughs> right, like, don't even get me started about the whole idea of triggered, right? Like, but it's when when you know now you know now if you continue to do it, mm-hmm. you didn't care the, what I said about it. Mm-hmm. So then another time, you've went past this line now to me where it's slide over here. You do your mm-hmm. thing. I'm going to do my thing. Right? Because it's like one of the greatest things is that there's like 7 billion plus people. There's a lot. Right. Yeah. So like not everybody's going to vibe. Not everybody's going to be everybody's cup of tea. But we can all have decency. Right? Mm-hmm. Like in our, in our everyday relationships, we can have decency. Right? Yeah. And, and, and that's where it comes down to. So when it says like, when do you know to end a relationship? I'm like, those are easy signs. End this, end it, end this. Like, get out of it. Like, it's no, there's not, the, the point is, is gone now because you're always going to be, you're always going to think that point and they're always going to know that you accepted being that low at that point. Yeah. Right, so then, how bad did they treat you? It's a reason why most people that are abusive, get the relationships get worse. Right, it's because, because you stay. It's just line after right. line they cross. Right, so now I know I could do this to you. Oh, now I try this. Oh, mm-hmm. man, you're still here? Now I'm going to do this. Oh, you're still here? Now I'm going to do this. And they keep pushing that line further and further back until something gives. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then normally by that point, it's something really horrible. So I would say like, it, it's uh, Jocko Willink, Rome wasn't built in a day, it wasn't destroyed in a day. Sure. I say that almost every day of my life. Right? I feel sure. like I, feel yeah. like I say it every day. And it, it's, it's that same thing. In a relationship, they get to the point in which we accept. Right? Uh, uh, Tony Robbins. I forgot Tony Robbins' name. <laughs> um, Tony Robbins says something about your standards. Yeah. What standards are you setting in, in everything? Like, what standards are you setting in your life period, in your relationships, in your friendships, right? in your uh, community relationships, in your business relationships, right? Like, when we, uh, I remember when we talked about relationships, because it's one of the six main focuses in yeah. the brain, and I, I was like, relationships are so deep, mm-hmm. right? Relationships are so encompassing, because, like, if you think relationships, everybody automatically thinks romantic. Right. Right. A lot of people switch to, oh, uh, like, uh, my husband or wife, my my girlfriend or boyfriend, my, my love, right? Or like whatever right. you want to call them, and I'm and, and I'm don't be blinded and think that's your only relationship. Yeah. You have relationships all over and and all day, right? From your community, your family, your your romantic, your friendship. Like it's there's relationships everywhere. There's relationships with how you are in stores or in in, in public. 
right? Like in, in restaurants, you're building relationships. There's relationships everywhere. It's like when I'm in line and someone cuts me in line. Right, and I'm like, excuse me, I, I, I was standing here. Like, it's cool. I know I'm hard to, I know I'm hard to see. Yeah. The red beard. I'm easy to <laughs> right. miss. I blend. I get it. But I was standing tall. Right, like, but I was standing. Out. I was standing in the line. I'm normally pretty loud yeah. and obnoxious wherever I'm at. Right, like no one likes me for that. And uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> throwing the, judgments in there right? in the middle of the uh, sentence. But uh, I'm normally not that loud or obnoxious <laughs> when I walk in. I'm not the guy that walks into a place like, hey, I'm here. What up? Yeah. Right, like I, I normally try to sneak in, sit down, and just watch people. I really like watching people, and uh, people watching is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to do. But it's all those things are relationships, and those are the standards in which you're setting for yourself, and how you'll be treated. So it's like when when people talk to me about how they're treated, I always wonder. It's it's the two questions. One, what happens when you're treated that way? Mm-hmm. Right, because if you yeah. do nothing and then say, "Why do they treat me this way?" I can tell you the answer. It's because you accept them to be, you accept yourself to be treated that way. Yeah. Now, the, then the second question is, after you make your point, you're feeling known, and they do it. What do you do? Because if you keep saying don't yeah. do that, and they keep doing it, clearly don't care that you're saying it, and it's it's next level. What's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next, like what? Because if you're accepting it, then that's your standard. Yeah. Right, that's, like if you're accepting, you right? If you're feel accepting, like you deserve to be treated. Right, if you're, way. yeah, if you're accepting your boss being a pos to you, that's the standard in which you set with your boss. Like if you accept your coworkers just dumping trash on you, mm-hmm. then that's the standard in which you set. And then don't go, I don't know why they treat me this way. They treat you this way because you accept to be treated this way, right? Like I, the idea of being able to push everything and say it's everybody else's fault, right? right? And and Will Smith it might be their fault. But it's damn sure your responsibility to set your standards, right? Like it's your responsibility to say this is like that's not going to happen with me, right? And and uh, I mean you know me pretty well, right? I, I like to believe yeah, you. I'd say so. And uh, it you know with me I'm I'm easy like I'm a laugher I enjoy I have fun and then it's that when you hit that standard with me I'm going to let you know you hit that standard. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty quick and I'm pretty quick to dead a situation. Uh, I mean, you know some situations where yeah. uh, someone has did something that they hit my standard too far, and it was over. Like, cool, take care, peace, good luck. I'm gonna go do my thing. You go do your thing. I'm not gonna try to do you harm. I'm not gonna. I'm right. not gonna try to interfere with your life, your business, anything. But I'm gonna go live mine and do me. And I'm not gonna entertain yours because I have a standard. And if you don't meet that standard, just keep moving. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. it. And it's not. I used to like you know hold these grudges and be all bad and just try to like try to impact where they do harm. Right, not even necessarily that, but just make sure they know that I'm there and I can do, like, I'm, I'm here and I can do things. Like, oh, oh, you think I'm dumb? All right, cool. Like, let's let's see what I can do. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I it, I don't know if I, I don't know the law of limitations on it. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mention them then. <laughs> it's, so it's that idea where it's like, I used to hang on to that stuff, but that was just weight on me. Yeah. You know, it, people, other people didn't even think about it, mm-hmm. right? Like, but I was like, no, no, no. They're gonna right. know. They're gonna know I'm good enough. Like, right? Like, they're gonna know I'm smart enough. And yeah. then it was like, all right, dude. Like, who cares? Like, do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing, and you know, and you I'm gonna live. Where, where I'm gonna live such a life from. where at the end you're not gonna be like, dang, I got him, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna live such a life where you're not gonna be able to say that to me. And and, and that's just and that has nothing to do with them. Or anybody mm-hmm. else that's doing me like that's my standard I'm gonna live a life where no one can say look what I did to him you didn't get me mm-hmm. right like you might have more money you might have more connection you might have more people you might have all these great things but it's not gonna affect my life because I'm just gonna keep going because I build my life that way because I'm the creator and the designer of my life 
right? That's like it. I get, I'm the architect of that thing, so I'm gonna build that thing this way. And and that's, but that's the idea with relationships. It's when they get to the point where they're below the standard in which you set. I think that's the greatest global answer. Mm-hmm. All right, because you set your your standards, your standards, your boundaries, right. however you put it, your right. expectations. Right. Well, not even. I, I don't, even I don't necessarily it. like the expectation part. Yeah, expectation. Expectation is like, mm-hmm. oh, they didn't meet my meet my meet my expectations. So disappointing, right? Like I used to have a lot of expectations for the people around me, the people I associate with, the people I do business with, mm-hmm. and now I it's it changed because I took those expectations and threw them out the window, and I said, this is what you got to do to be part of me. Right. right, like there's a bunch of people and a bunch of dudes, and and I, I love them. They're good people. They're 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 capable of doing some amazing things and great things. But it, you know, I keep I keep pushing. I keep going. We're going in different directions. They'll come around and be like, "Dang, I didn't know you guys were doing all this." Right, like, and yeah. it's it's yeah, because it wasn't. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Come on, man. Come on, buddy. Get on board. Come on, but hold on. Hang my on my arm." Like it's like, dude, we're going. You want to go? Go. Mm-hmm. Like. If you don't want to go do your thing, go do your thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not begging people to be in, in this boat anymore. And I don't have expectations of anyone around me anymore. I have this thing where this is what I'm doing, right? This is how I'm living. And if you're, if you want, if you're cool with that, if you like that, if that's part of your thing too, let's go. Yeah. Right. Jump on. Right. Like we're in this, but if you're not get the hell out of the way, right? Like, cause we're really? going. And it's, so it's, how do you know when to end a relationship? It's when they no longer meet your standards, your boundaries, or what you set as this is me, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing, this is who I am, and 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 that's and that's it. Like it's not this oh if and maybe and oh like oh well they didn't mean it or it's right. not it's not that it's like and and I'm not saying don't give people chances. Sure. I'm not saying people don't mess up. I mess up. Right? Like I'm not saying and there's people that I hold such high standard, the the high mm-hmm. level that when they mess up, I'm like, cool, you good? Like, you okay? Yeah, all right, let's go get it. Yeah. Right? Because that's, because they're that important. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're not going to be perfect. Right. I, and I don't want you to think that like, oh, they did this, they're, they're out, they're not perfect. It's not about the perfection. Right. It's about the mindset, the love and the energy, right? The respect, the care. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the things. And when they're there, I'm cool with the mistakes. Right. Right? Like, I'm cool with you, like, you know, if you burn a pork or you run out of gas in a car, whatever it is, right? I'm cool with all that because that wasn't a disrespectful thing. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that wasn't a, like against our rules, our standards, our way of life, our, our focus, our vision. That wasn't against that. It was just a mistake, right? Like mistakes happen. Yeah. So I'm not so caught up on the mistake part of life. The mistakes are going to be there. I'm more saying that the the line in which the boundaries you set or the standards you set are still being met, even though there are mistakes right. happening, right? Because there's going to be, it's, there's going to be times where you're like, dang, you know, you're better than that. Like, and, and we've been through that with both of us where it's like, ah, dude, you're better than this. Like, come on, like live up to, live up to your standards. Right. Like, and it's right. like, all right. And yeah, they're cool. your standards. Right. That was, that was you just like a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened then? Right. <laughs> Between and, then and now. But that's part of the, that's part of the journey too, mm-hmm. is that you're not always going to, and as, and as you grow, your standards are going to grow. That's right. And it's going to be harder to keep going. And that's why it's like the focus on going one and no today, winning today, you know, be bet. It's the person you're chasing is the you for tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Like, and who are you going to be? And you're not going to win every day, right? Like, I know people make it out like, oh, dude, yeah, you're going to do this, right? Like, yeah. you see how many people in the business world I talk to because I know we do this podcast, but I'm more of a business world guy, mm-hmm. I say, than an than yeah. emotional, mental, even though I was mouth, but, uh, uh, then that, that type of guy, 
I'm more of the business mindset. Mm -hmm. And I talk to people in the business world and they're always like, yeah, you know, they just say it's going to be easy. I'll just do this. I'm like, they're idiots. Like, no, (laughs) I try to use a better word. I call them silly because that's a better way of saying you're stupid. But like anybody that's like, oh yeah, just do this. It's going to be easy. Oh, just stay in this. This is the key. Like this is the secret pill. And I'm like, dude, that that doesn't exist. If it did, everybody would take the secret pill. Right. We would all do it if it was easy. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like when someone says that, oh, it's going to be easy. Just do this. And I'm like, eh, like, that's yeah. a lie. That's not the case, right? It's oh, it's easy. Just make a funnel, I'm like oh, geez, no. <laughs> right? Like no, oh, okay, yeah. It's not. It's not just that, but okay. So it to me, my answer would be set your standards, mm-hmm. right? You said boundaries, right? Yep. Set your levels, whatever it is, and you live by that. And and then the people in which you let do that are going to be people that that have some sort of either understanding of yours or similar ones themselves. Yeah, and it's interesting. I used to have this this big sort of battle cry that I would uh, that mm-hmm. I would say because oh, less battle cry, more just thing I would say often. And um, basically, it was just because I will let you do something, just because I, I can take that, doesn't mean you should be the kind of person who does it. Mm. And while I believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. I still think it's far more important that each of us sets our limits. Mm-hmm. We have to have standards in our lives, right? Because that that kind of mindset led to in previous. <laughs> you're raising your hand. I have a question. Okay. Well, well, let me finish with thought because because yeah, you was raising so my good. hand. <laughs> okay, I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> the only other person on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So um, so that in in a previous iteration of my life and previous kinds of people I had around me led to a lot of difficult situations I was put in because Mm -hmm. I allowed Mm -hmm. everything I was I was never I was never gonna say well don't treat me that way Mm. I would just let it happen because I thought hey I got broad shoulders I can take it Mm -hmm. right that was always that was always my thing that's why it rolls off the tongue I got broad shoulders I can take it Mm -hmm. you know no matter what Mm -hmm. I I Mm -hmm. forgave you before you said it whatever and, and it was always my just daughter's eye roll. your 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 standards though you have to stand up for them right you have mm-hmm. to stand up for your standards no one's mm-hmm. going to do that for you mm-hmm. you can't just expect people to read your mind mm-hmm. and then when they don't mm-hmm. you you think we should end the relationship today mm-hmm. you know, that, that's not that's not reality that's mm-hmm. that's hope and i, I I would love for that to be true if we could all read each other's minds and be a whole lot more honest. But we can't. But we can't. Nope. So we have to live in the reality mm-hmm. that we're in, which is set your standards, stand up for them, mm-hmm. and then when people don't meet them, let them know and you know take it from there. If it doesn't, if, if they can't meet those standards, maybe that's just not who they want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's all right. Because they're living their life, you're living yours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you separate like immediately, but... Mm-hmm. But once once you figure that out, you know the two of you can work together on a future that matters, a mm-hmm. future that works for both of you. Your your question, sir. Right. So you <laughs> said you said a statement that really it struck me a little bit. You said uh, I would let I would let people do that, and just because I let you do that doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. But so you weren't really what's happening in there is you're taking all the negative effect of that. You're receiving mm-hmm. the negative. Right. Right. And my question would be, why did you just set the example where it was anybody can do anything to you 
and you were like, okay, even though I let you, you shouldn't. Um, why would you do that to yourself, right? And then mm-hmm. also grander scheme of it, why would you make that person doing that think, think that's okay to do to people? Because mm-hmm. then there no longer is the, the whip hitting you. I mean, that's a uh, <laughs> right. rough thing yeah. to say to you, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, For uh, those who can't see me, I am a darker skinned gentleman. <laughs> he is. He's very dark. Yeah. And so the, the uh, is, he had he had some guilt around that. He's touchy about it, so I try not to say. <laughs> um, touchy about it. The uh, sorry. The uh, there's a lot of jokes right now. <laughs> so the no longer do you let that hit you, you let that mm-hmm. hit others right. by setting that by setting that example. So no longer one of your biggest things is other people not feeling pain. Yeah. But by living that lifestyle, don't you let other people feel pain? That was exactly right, and that was why I had to stop that. Nice. Uh, because it was. Not only was it hurting me, because like it ago. was, <laughs> um, it was it was hurting me, but it was also allowing that other person to just continue in the exact same mm-hmm. set of actions. Because it's never mm-hmm. just one thing. Right. right. It's it's one thing that is the one thing is a symptom mm-hmm. of who they are mm-hmm. as a whole, or who Deep. a condition that mm-hmm. they've allowed into their lives and has mm-hmm. grown and festered in some cases into something that really hurts people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is, I would use this for small and big things, but uh, especially if it's one of the bigger things, it's mm-hmm. more a symptom than the whole issue. Mm-hmm. And you can't, if you, uh, the doctors got it wrong, they fight your symptoms mm-hmm. rather than fighting the core issue that's causing the symptoms. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that all happened with you in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> here's the thing, though. Um, my... My mindset changed mm-hmm. long before that. Mindset my, changed. Yeah, right? My uh, my social circle changed long before that. You okay? Yeah, I felt like a bug tried to crawl in my eye. I did not like it. <laughs> I just see your whole face twitch. I was anyway, not a fan. Um, tried to crawl in my eye. And, and it almost felt backwards where mm. my whole life changed. And then I, I said a phrase from previous life and felt how wrong it, it mm. felt now. That didn't suit me anymore. Right. Considering how how much I've changed just in that time period. Right. Uh, and and now in saying it, you know, not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, I I finally have the words to explain why that was wrong. Right. And I remember your Facebook post that said that because I was like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Like, <laughs> I, don't like, I get what you're saying. I don't like it. Yeah. Right? Like, because I have this really great thing of thinking that he cares if I think his Facebook post is good or not. <laughs> don't we all? I have this great thing of being like, no, that's, that's not right. That's different. And he's like, what? Like, I didn't post it for you. Like, well, I saw it. So right? you, you should have blocked me from it. Yeah. Um, right? I saw it's, it. It's about my just opinion like, matters. Just like <laughs> dinner conversation is always about one person. Right. Um, the uh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. So the the idea of the relationship, how do you know its end? I guess it would be to understand what your standards are, mm-hmm. like what boundaries you have set, and then make sure the other person knows those. Yep. Because if they don't, that's on you. That's exactly. Right? If you didn't, if you didn't make sure you set it, it's on you. And then after you, after you set those standards, this is what it takes, this is what it's like, and this is how you are around me. Uh, Julie, Julie just joined, and I do not want her to leave because I'm talking about her Facebook post later, <laughs> and okay. I, I want her to see that. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to do that on air, but I did. Ah, we can do whatever um, we want. But so it, my thing is if you do that, if you don't tell them, if they don't know your standards, that's on you. Mm-hmm. That's not on the other person. Right. 
right? All too often we're like, well, I don't accept that. I'm like, well, did you tell them that? No. I'm like, well, well, they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I can bet they don't know. Yeah. Right? Good luck. And then uh, the the idea of uh, is is that after you tell them, and then if they do it, then they did not care what you thought or felt, mm-hmm. and then there's an issue. And as soon as that's the issue, it's over. It's. I mean, yeah. you might not want to admit it's over. That's a. That's right. a whole different that's, topic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the situation will drag you into the truth, though. Right. It's. It's. My thing is, I, I when I heard this question, the reason why I didn't like this question is, it, it, how do you know a relationship is over, and how when do you accept a relationship is over is two it's very different, different points. Yeah. Right. Because at the end, if you were ever in a relationship, at the end of the relationship, you can normally go back to another point, and say this was really the end, mm-hmm. and this was us hanging on. Right, because yeah. of whatever. Like, not to judge you, but whatever. Yeah. Right? So, it's, it's the end is only is this because the crumble happened, but the crumble started happening. Right? right. So, it's not, it's not, so when they ask the question, how do you know it, that it should end? It's different than when it ends. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's normally time in between and too much time. And number one resource on earth is time. time. Because you always spend it and you never get it back. Never make and, it anymore. Right. And then I think like, man, how much time do you give to something you know is end? Dang. How much time do you give to something that you know ended? And then that's I don't a, think there is. I don't. I don't think you can give somebody a time limit. I don't think you can give somebody a, a specific condition that exists in them, like a feeling. I think that's going to be different for everybody, but. It oh. shouldn't be much. <laughs> but think about you the time. You can't give one second of your but, time. Right? But think about the time wasted in relationships that we know it's over, but we stay in. Mm-hmm. And and there's so many people I know, clients I know, right? Like that, that have that. And I'm always like, man, like it, it's year, some people gave years to something they know was over. Yeah. What? Yeah, like that is so that that hurts me. Like, and it's not even my years, right? But that hurts me because I'm like, don't don't do that. Like, you're missing you're missing part of life. Like, you literally took a chunk of your life and said, eh, you're right. It's not really that important for me, right? Because I'm just gonna hang to something that I knew wasn't right, that I knew was gonna end, that I knew was over. And you can give me a million reasons, Mm -hmm. but all you're trying to do is justify to yourself why you did it. And there could be some good ones. And they better be. Because your regret at the end is going to be what you didn't do, not what you did do. Mm. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's not my opinion. That's oh, a, yeah. There was actually a study done where it was like 90% of, of people yeah. asked uh, while they were at the end of their life, what do you regret? And over 90% did not say what they did. They right. said things they did not do. Right, because... Living life, getting new experiences, you're not going to regret that in right. most cases. Right. But, you know, but I mean, even if you think about it, like everybody fails. Right. And you might think, oh man, they're going to mention the time they fail. Like, man, when I opened that business up and it just right. really clobbered me, right? Like, or when I didn't have the proper insurance on a restaurant or bar and it burnt down. Not saying my own story on that one. Uh, <laughs> it, was <mine. laughs> it was. It was my story. And it's when, when that happens, you're just like, it's not that. Mm-hmm. It's that, and, and also another thing to think of is that it, this ends. Like this all ride of, for every single one of us, yeah. this ends. Like there is an ending date. We don't know it yet, but it, it is there. And like 7,000 plus people experienced it today. Right. right? Yeah. Like, so Over 7,000 are dead. 
now that we're alive at the beginning of the day. Is that right. what I mean? Yeah. So it's so to me it's like, all right, there are over seven thousand people, end date was today. And I doubt many of them knew it. Mm-hmm. So knowing that it's end, knowing that it's finite, knowing that there's a time where this is all gone, how much time are you willing to give to something that you know is not worth it? If I know it's not worth it, not a second. Right, like if you know it's over, how much time are you willing to give to something you know isn't right? Knowing that you have an end date, and it could be any, like I know, I know, even me still, because I like to say I'm young, and uh, I'm still young enough to the point where I'm like, no, I got plenty of time. But I do not know that thing. Right. Like, I do not do. know how much time I have. I could leave here and I'm going to say something that won't hit me. Uh, I'm going to get hit by a subway car. Like, because I know <laughs> yeah. that won't happen. Because last time I yeah. said lightning and that lightning was way too real for me. And I was yeah. like, nope, I'm never going to say something that can actually happen again. Yeah. So I'm not near a subway. So uh, I'm going to get hit by a subway cart. And it's like, that can't happen. But that does happen almost on a daily routine. So we get hit by a subway. All right. And they did not know that was going to happen. Right. And so wake how up much that morning saying, I time, hope that happens. right? Knowing that you have an end date and knowing you don't know when it is, how much time are you willing to give to something? Looks like I'm sitting in my watch. Mm-hmm. How much time are you willing to give to something that you know isn't it? Like, isn't yeah. right? Is over? But it's just not over. It all. How much time are you willing to give to that? And that's why that makes me sad when I see people working jobs they hate because there's a million jobs you can find many jobs you hate. Right? Like you do not have to stay with that one. Experiment yeah. with them. Right, like yeah. that's what I was. Like. I hate when people say like, and I used to do this too, and now it makes me mad at looking back at myself. I have to find my passion. Like yeah. I, I lost that shit when I was young, and <laughs> I gotta retrace my steps. So I right. get no, I develop passion. Yeah, it's, it's there, dude. Like, I thought I hated speaking in front of people. Me I too. Speaking in front at one of point. people. Yeah. I'm like, I love it. It's like, awesome. I feel awkward sometimes in the pants I wear because of how much yeah. I love it. <laughs> And it's like, dude, I like, I like it. Like that, that's my yeah. thing. Like it, it, it's a vessel to be able to do what I want to do is impact lives and get a message out there and make sure other people know how important their message is to them and what their message can bring to others. Right. Like that. I, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't me. That wasn't me 20, 20 years ago. It wasn't me. I wanted to make sure I was alive. Yeah, right. 20 years ago. I wanted oh, to make sure so I was alive. Right? <laughs> no, but it wasn't like, that wasn't me. I, I, I designed it. Right, like mm-hmm. it, one of the biggest moments in my, like in my life, I'll say, rather than like, other than something, because I don't want this to be like you know, people that know me start attacking me about this. Like, have, my daughter's birth was a big moment. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it was one of the biggest moments, changed my life, saved my life, became my life. Right, like, I always say that. That's not what I'm saying. But recently, one of the biggest moments recently in my life, mm-hmm. I'll say it that recently. Way, right? Gotcha. One of the biggest moments recently in my life was when I understood the power in which I have. How I have the power to design my life, to design myself, right? Like it's all too often we're like, well, you know, I just wasn't in my cards or this is what I, I wasn't meant to do that. I wasn't created to do that. Like there's some DNA strand that says this is what you're created to do. Ha, good for you. Oh, this is what you're created to do. Sucks, right? <laughs> right. You get to live in a dumpster. <laughs> right. Like, like that's it. predetermined in my DNA lotto. Right. I mean, like, no, it's not. I get to design this shit. Like this is my project. This is my masterpiece. I'm going to paint this thing. Right, like this is gonna be my Sistine Chapel, not this. Right. This is cool, but this is gonna be my Sistine Chapel, and watch me paint, cause yeah. this thing's gonna be B E A beautiful. All right. Right. Like, you thought I got stuck good. there? Like, <laughs> bang, hit the pause uh, button. What's he doing? Right. No, but like <laughs> that's my thing. Right? And and when I understood that, when I really started to grasp that, when I started to see when I was doing things to see if it worked, cause you know mm-hmm. I dip my toes in the water. <laughs> right. I, I don't just jump right in. 
They say that's not very manly. But I hate that <laughs> predetermined thing about what's manly. All right? right. But anyway, I uh, I dipped my toes in and I started seeing like I was developing my life. I was creating mm-hmm. my life. I was creating who I was. I like I love uh, Nipsey Hussle says it. I designed myself. Right. Like, that's right. It's it, it wasn't where I came from. I designed this dude and and um, Tony Robbins. That's twice today. That's twice on this podcast. I forgot twice, that dude's name. Not three times. Today. And half of you guys oh. have posters of Tony Robbins in the room, <laughs> and I forgot that dude's name twice. Right. Like disappointing. There is people no longer my friends before I even got off this show. Right? My Facebook followership went down 30%. Yeah. At least 30% because of those mess-ups. Right? But it's like he designed himself. And it's like, uh, rather than making excuses for mm-hmm. me, the difference between someone going to get theirs and someone that's not, one's making excuses and one's making plans. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, one's making so, executions and one's making excuses. Right? Like, right. And, that's, and when I look at that hot, hot <laughs> flame for the day. That's nice. Right? But when, when I'm doing that, I was just like, you're right. Like, enough of the excuse, enough of this, this wasn't for me. Like, this wasn't in my cards. Right. And I'm going to make my cards. Like, uh, oh, you play the hand you're dealt. No, no, no. Make the hand you're dealt. Give yourself all aces. Shit, give yourself five aces. I don't give a damn. Yeah. But, like, make your shit. Like, make your life. Make your thing. And go do that. And rather than living with this whole, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is, what, this is how my life's supposed to go. Fuck that. Go do your thing. Create your masterpiece. Paint your shit. And that's right. I cursed. He's bothered by it. I'm not because that's who I am. So it's my thing is like make your hand, set your standards, live your life and go for your shit and like go all out, max out. Because that's what I was like. People talk about lifting weights when maxing out. And I say that's not my most important max out. My important max out every day is going farther and harder than I did because then tomorrow my max out's further. Like if I lift 200 pounds, that's my max out. The next day 205 is my max out. My max out adjusts. So if I max out every day, oh boy. That means the next day is going to be better. That's right. All right? And the next day is going to be better. And the next day can can be better. And if I'm not doing that, the days can't get better. So I got to max out. And it's like, own your power. No more excuses. Mm -hmm. No no more finger pointing. No more expectations of everybody else. Own your shit and run your shit and create your masterpiece and set your standards and don't go lower than them. Boom. I'm with you. (laughs) Through all the equipment. Right? I scared some more. For a second, he thought I was really doing it. I was like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> all right. The camera's this going is, down. This is where the podcast is going today. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it happens. All right. So you got anything to add? This was a long podcast for us. <laughs> it was. But um, you guys stay there. I, uh, I I actually, there's a bunch of points I really liked in there. Thank but, you. But um, it actually brought up something almost completely different for me. Uh, and Joe Rogan, he once said uh, that I caught anyway. Uh, show me the great... Uh, Show me a great man who's the son of a great man. Great man, man. yep. Yeah. and um, He did say that. He did say that, yes. He, uh, but what that brings to mind is, mm-hmm. for, for just one half of the example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dad, he, he came from the lowest uh, country in the UN's index of countries. Mm-hmm. Poorest country but in the okay. world at the time. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Weird, yeah. right? <laughs> um, you know, there were like 23 brothers and sisters. Uh, his dad had a, a rough time <laughs> providing for all of them. Mm-hmm. Did it. Uh, he came to the U.S., uh, rose above what anybody thought he could do, uh, got an, an incredible education, was able to provide for, for himself first, mm-hmm. then for his wife, then for his family, got himself a master's degree four more, and a doctorate, mm-hmm. and change the landscape of education in New York State. Mm-hmm. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. Right now, and, right now and today. the landscape <laughs> of his family tree. 
and the landscape of his family tree, right? People didn't leave Sierra Leone before mm-hmm. that. That's where he's from. Uh, and now, Sierra today, Leone. he is uh, he's working in Sierra Leone, working at a school. He's the dean and like teaching, and he's building a school for for young people who were just like him in his situation. Mm. That's my dad. <laughs> so yeah, show me the the uh, son of a great man who's a great man. I intend to be that man. Ooh. And there's no way that I can do that if I'm not doing what you said. If I'm not making sure that every single day is better than the one before. Mm-hmm. If I'm nice not out. pushing, giving 100%, giving 120% mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. of, of whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. we, we know 100% changes by the day. But... Right. but in that day, the best that you could possibly do, mm-hmm. go out and do that and then make the world a better place just by living in it. Right. One of the things that we're, we're uh, both recently doing the 75 Days Hard, mm-hmm. right? And a bunch of people from Thrive are doing it. And uh, it was, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's great. But one of the things I really got from it was about what it, what it really is trying to do is just give you a better prospect of being better. Mm-hmm. It's like if yeah. you do these things... like your opportunities and options are going to be better for right. you health-wise, for you mentally, for you physically, for you, right? Like all these things, your options are going to be better. So it's like, if you want better options, you got to become better. That's right? right. So grow like, like why aren't you reading some? Like, why aren't you uh, listening to some audiobooks? Like, cause a lot of people I know, like, dude, I hate reading. I'm like, I get okay. you, man. I used to hate reading. Uh, so, but what I did when I hated reading, and I wanted to grow. I listened to audiobooks like crazy. Mm-hmm. I, like someone's like, you read sixty books a year. I'm like, well, I listen to like sixty audiobooks a year, right? Because I would drive everywhere and I just listen to audiobooks most of the time. Unless I was falling asleep, and I play some music. Yeah, but it's like grow. You got to become better to get better. That is a hundred percent true. Right. So if you want a better life, get better. Right. And that's and I don't want that to sound harsh, but what it is is real. Because don't wait for other people to do it. Do mm-hmm. it. Like you have the power. Own your power. You have the power to do it. Create your life. That's right. You can design this. Yeah, right. And, no one's standing in your way. Right. You, why would you accept someone putting a hand on you? Why would you accept that? Right. And, like and, why would you accept someone treating you like trash? Why would you accept that? Why yeah. is that your level of acceptance? I don't get that. Right. Like there, you're there's no, there is no reason to. Right. right? Why are you designing there's, that life? There's obviously no any business. Uh, you know, any kind of relationship, mm-hmm. there's no relationship there mm-hmm. to preserve if that's what's going on. Right. Like, if you're being treated like scum, why are you in it? Like, I, I know people, I go to bo- I go to work, but my boss is a real dickhead to me. Why do you go to that job? Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of there's jobs. There's a lot of jobs. Yeah, like, I know people try to say, like, there's not a lot of jobs, everybody's stealing everybody's jobs. It's not true. Like, lots mm-hmm. of jobs out there. Go right. get it. You know what you also could do? You could do your own thing. That's right. right. Like, that's great country. You have that option. Right, like it's that's my thing. It's like don't be so single-minded, and it's why is it worth selling who you are? Because if you low, and here's the thing that I don't think people touch on that needs to be hit on is that when you lower your standards in one area, you lower them in every area. That's right. Right, like if you lower your standards in this one area, everybody's gonna see it and you're gonna feel it. And mm-hmm. what the problem is isn't what everybody else knows; it's what you know. And then when you know you let that happen, you're more likely to let that happen in more areas because you're already put yourself at that level. So self-talk is important. Self-action is even more important. Do not let yourself go that low because you're worth more. That's right. Own your worth. And earlier you made a really good point um, that I'll bring back up. (laughs) One of the many, of course. Um, But I'll bring bring that back up that let's say you're at that job and your boss Mm -hmm. treats you like garbage every Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. You leaving that job 
helps to teach that boss that he can't do that to people mm -hmm. or she can't do that to people. They don't get to treat somebody that way. And maybe the next person that comes in for that position will be treated better mm -hmm. because you left They're and right. you weren't willing to stay. Right. Maybe that. they got the understanding where it's like, wow, if I do this, this is going to continue happening. But right. if you don't, if you don't set that line, they're going to be like, oh, I can keep doing this shit. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. They yeah, still right. work. Yeah, right. They mm -hmm. still do their thing. Cool. Right. Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> it helps people. It helps people uh, in, increase their their own, uh, what do you even call that? Um, boundaries. Mm -hmm. uh, Standards in which they set for them. Also, yeah. their actions. Like It's like when you're a kid and your, your dad would be or your mom would be like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Right, like, don't touch that. Don't eat that. Don't put that in your mouth. Right, like, don't put your finger in the light socket. Like, right. like it's like, or at least that's what they did for me. So it's maybe that's how I got this beer. <laughs> but the uh, the that idea is, why are they doing that? They're doing that because they're making sure you understand where you should put levels right. and boundaries and standards for yourself. So why wouldn't we do that now? Like, just because right. we're not kids. Like, I have too often we try to act a certain way or like right. image. And it's just like, dude, if you're really about growing, if you're really about getting better, if you're really about getting to the next level, then you're then you're eager for people to be like, yo, don't do that. Mm -hmm. You're eager for constructive criticism. You're eager to grow. You're eager to get better. Right. It's like I always say, like, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You're, you're always like, dude, you're a visionary. I'm like, F that. I want to be around people <laughs> that are pushing me to be better, to do better, to get better. Right, like I want, I want that. It's, I, I just shared a video on Facebook on my own on my own profile, not any other pages. Yeah. Right, my own profile, and it was Eric Thomas, and Eric Thomas is saying that he's like, dude, I don't want the guy that oh, I'm like, dude, we're gonna buy this property, we're gonna change the world, we're gonna make all this money, and I'm like, well, I don't know if we should buy the property. Well, you don't know, but I know we should buy. Yeah. Like, it's you like, can't, I can't. Right, like, and it's <laughs> like, dude, I want the guy where I call, I'm like, yo, this is crazy, and they're like, that is crazy, let's go. Right, like, yeah. I want that. Those are that's my circle. That's who I want around me. I don't want the people around me like, ah, oh, no, I don't know. It's like that's not really for us. People don't do that where we're from. I don't give a damn what people. Like, yeah. I give a damn we're what not there. Do. Yeah, like I don't, I, I'm not them. I'm me. Like I, I want to do this stuff. I want to grow this place. I want to grow. I want to get better. I want to keep advancing. So it's like I want those people around me. I don't want the people like I don't know. It's a risk. Like everything great is a risk. Like there's mm -hmm. shitty things that are risks. Driving yeah. a car is risk. So if you're driving a crap ass car to a crap ass job for a crap ass attitude to go home to a crap ass relationship, <laughs> right? You're 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 doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's, there's a, a risk point to it. Where there's one common denominator yeah. all these things. There's a risk it's to you. it. So there's still a risk. So I might as well risk do doing great yeah. and risk doing shitty. Yeah. So uh, how do I know <laughs> to to bring all that back around? Uh, how do we know uh, when it's time to end a relationship? Just to uh, when the take away the standards from. and boundaries in which you set and said. Right, made known your boundaries and, and your standards when you let them be known, and the people that you let them be known to are not paying enough attention to live them for you, to live them with mm -hmm. you. Then you know it's time to move on. I would say. Mm. So, uh, when the relationship has deteriorated past your point of tolerance, or or below your standards. Is that I will right? say, I'm not saying F tolerance. I can mm -hmm. tolerate a lot. <laughs> Same. Put some bottles of Jack out. I'll tell you what I can tolerate. Yeah. Right? Don't do wine. The uh, <laughs> lessons learned. Wine makes but, people crazy. Right? So it's, my thing is like, uh, it's not what I can tolerate. Hmm. Because there's numerous times me and you throughout the day tolerate a bunch of things. Sure. Heat. 
annoyance. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> just uh, just because we want, like, hell, we take cold showers, mm-hmm. right? Because we're both trying to prove that we're tougher than we think. Right? Like, I mean, I'm pretty tough physically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. You're, you're <laughs> Put up with a lot you're, you're a diamond. I know. <laughs> so, it's my thing is like, uh, it's to me, it's, it's not tolerate. Because I can tolerate a lot. It's when you go below the bound or go beyond the boundaries and standards in which I set to have a relationship with me. I'm either then gonna I'm gonna educate so they understand, mm-hmm. right? It's like what I do with my like what I do with my daughter. It's when you when you go past the line, I'm gonna say, whoa, listen, you went past this line. When you go past this line again, you knowingly did that. Yeah. Now there's an issue, right. right? Now how do I handle it? So me, I'm saying in a relationship in relationships, a relationship, <laughs> I heard that. in relationships, it was a bad time to stop and reset. Yeah. In all kinds of relationships, if they go beyond the boundaries and standards in which I set and I mm-hmm. make known, key part, yeah. then that's when I go, all right, they obviously do not care enough about what I think they want, desire, right? Mm-hmm. And hold for myself to be in a relationship with me. So it's time for me to vacate. Yeah. I think that, that's strong. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for saying, yeah. Yeah, I gave you a little cosign there. You needed it. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's like we were at the bank. All right. So, uh, what? No, go ahead. Where can they find you? We can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, you okay? Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, I was like, do not put baby in the corner. <laughs> Where can they find you? Neo. Look at my Casper knee on the screen. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. Sorry, we're still live. By the um, way, guys, we're uh, we're on Facebook Live, yeah, too. <laughs> I read, first time I ever read this out being on Facebook Live. It's because my Casper knee was on there. People were making fun of me on Instagram about my Casper self. Um, but... It's more importantly, where can they find the podcast? Podcast anywhere you have podca- uh, podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes to yes. unleash you podcast. Do it because then you don't have to guess when we do one. Right. They'll know. Is it is it iTunes? Because yeah, I thought it was called Apple Podcasts, and oh, then yeah, somebody still. Okay, well, whatever. If it's not a podcast, if it's Apple. iTunes, go ahead and check us out. Subscribe. Leave a five star review. Went way went way below my time. standards when you're talking like that. <laughs> Every single time we post a new one, you'll get it if you uh, subscribe. And then you can find me on all social medias to coach Mike Faber, Mike Faber, Michael Faber, right? Anyone yeah. else? Everything. Yeah, and pretty much anywhere, anything you'll find me. Jerk, I've been called that. Poor, quite a bit. <laughs> that's that's not a website. No. Right. Well, that's True. not him. Right? Not me. Yeah, Maybe. there is a website. It's not me. <laughs> but uh, also excited to see you guys in November, November first through third, where myself, Samar, Trent Shelton, John Marone, and a bunch of other. Great names, great right. speakers, big impactors, branders, marketers, business people, etc. will be blessing the stage in one weekend of amazing learning, fun, and motivation mm-hmm. in Georgetown, November 1st through 3rd. And uh, there will be a rooftop mixer, over 20 mm-hmm. speakers, two panels, two workshops, a brunch, a welcome gathering. So uh, a bunch of different yeah. things for you. So and a swag bag. I mean, Woo! every time I leave out swag bags, someone's like, "Dude, is there a swag bag? <laughs> is there a swag bag?" I'm like, I, did, I forgot. Is there I swag? Did, no one told me swag bags are so important anymore. But all those, all that, and so much more in November. So come check us out. Mm-hmm. So as always, unleash you podcast. Till next time, peace, love, and happiness. Uh, <laughs> peace. Yeah, we out. Peace.